When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more pitching podcast from PitchWorlds.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 27th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Freddie Peralta, 2.1 innings, 5 earned runs, 8 hits, 1 walk, and 4 Ks. What is going on? Well, he had a terrible third inning, and his hit per 9 is super high right now. It's around 9 to 10 it should be way better than what it is right now. He should be more like a seven hit per nine based on the hard contact he's allowing. What I'm seeing is Peralta's fastball velocity is as high as we've seen in ages at 94.5. So I'm not worried about the shoulder. Uh, I think that his put away rate on his four seamer is really bad at the moment. It's just about 15%, what's normally around 24 to 25% on that pitch. And I think that this is going to change overall. I, I know people can look at the FIP. They can say, oh, well, it's not really that ridiculous. Now, forget about that. It's about the actual skills of what Peralta is doing. This is a really interesting buy low opportunity for Freddie Peralta at the moment. Hunter Green killed it in Wrigley. Great to see that. Max Scherzer is getting his ace. is going to ace label back. John Gray did great things against the Orioles with a wonderful slider. Cool to see. I think we sell high after the Tigers next because I don't think the fastball is that good. It's kind of hard to do that. A lot of people say, no, this is it for John Gray. That's why it's a sell high. Joe Musgrove did well against the Yankees. Didn't have a slider still, but it was cutters and curveballs. So that's good. Uh, yes, I need a breeze through today. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to say yes or no, <laughs> kind of. Uh, Lance Lynn against the Tigers. Six innings pitched, one earned run, three hits, five walks, five Ks. Now has a tough schedule. Now it's the Angels, the Yankees, and the Dodgers. So, yes, we were really in because the schedule was so good, right? This was against the Tigers. He was 3-for-3 three three since we put our foot down and said, no, Lance Lynn is going to get this back. So, now, now it gets a little bit tougher. I really hope that Lance Lynn can go 2-for-3 out of these. That would be really, really exciting. Alex Wood was my stream pick of the day yesterday. Got the win against the Brewers. 5.2 innings, 1 and run, 3 hits, 5 walks, and 5 Ks. Just like Lance Lynn essentially won out away from that. He does get another good start next against the Pirates. I think that's more questionable because he didn't have his changeup or slider in this one. It's a lot more fragile than I think I was giving credit before. Kevin Gosman against the Twins got the win. 5.1 innings, one and run, four hits, five walks. What is it with five walks today? I don't know. Eight strikeouts. It was weird. The splitter didn't get nearly as many strikes as it normally does. Sub 60% strike rate. And that's really why you have the five walks. Jesus Lazardo was against Reed Demers. And it's kind of interesting. I think they're... A little bit similar. I trust Luzardo more because he has a third pitch that is his changeup that is more legitimate than Detmers' third pitch at the moment, which is a curveball or, or change. But they both have this really good slider and a fastball that I think should perform better than it is. Uh, Luzardo got the win here, though, against the Angels. Five innings, one earned run. One walk, seven case, but seven hits. And it's really frustrating to see this bab up around 3-5 or so, 350. When it should be much lower, his 10 hit per nine, way, way higher than it should be, 139 whip. But I will acknowledge 67% hard contact on the four-seamer. This was actually a worse commanded four-seamer, 50% hit rate. Uh, that is, it was four outs on eight balls in play for Luzardo. So keep that in mind where Luzardo really has to figure out that four-seamer not getting hit as hard as it is. But man, the slider is just so good. So, so good. Uh, 66% strikes with a 51% CSW on that slider for Lazardo. 12 out of 41 whiffs as well. 
Chris Sale against the Diamondbacks, five innings, one earned run, four hits, one walk, and three Ks. He only sat 94, which is really annoying. He did hit 97, he was slow, and then he went back up, and there was also, I think, a miss, a misread here on a changeup or two by Savant, but still really annoying to see that. You want to see him pumping 96, right? But fine, we keep going, everything is okay. We're not going to overreact because he did ramp it up. Cooper Criswell came in after Beeks. It went one earned run in four innings, which is nice. But, you know, we don't want to trust a 6-4-6 ERA in the year, and this is just a complete hassle. Hunter Brown went against Oakland and did exactly what he was supposed to do. It's kind of interesting. He is maybe Zach Gallen, but just without the changeup, right? It's curveballs that are really good, 52% CSW, 10 out of 25 whiffs, which is insane. And then a four-seamer that is a called strike machine. Just something to think about there. Shane Beamer has a 17% strike rate. Actually, it's 168 it's kind of wild. He's not going to have a 308 ERA, guys. Nine base runners in this one, 6.2 innings, two hundred runs, only two strikeouts against the Cardinals. But kind of win. It's whatever. He's a Toby. Shane Bieber is a Toby, really, right now. I need to drop him in the ranks next week. Uh, Randy Vasquez against the Padres made his MLB debut for the Yankees. 4.2 innings, two hundred runs, four hits, three walks, and six strikeouts. Six whiffs, 31% CSW. I actually really like his cutter. I think it has a lot of aggressive movement. 34% CSW, and it was the most used offering about a third of the time. Sinker isn't elite. It's fine. He pumps into the zone. Uh, it's 94.95. And then after that, I don't really know. The, the curveball did have a high 40% plus CSW rate, three over 16 whiffs. But it's not really this overwhelming pitch, and it's fine. Maybe there are going to be nights that the cutter really actually excels in a major, major way. But Randy Vasquez was only here because Domingo Herman needed more time before his suspension was up, and he'll be pushed back to minors after this. He will likely get another opportunity at some point. So in AL-only leagues, I would consider Randy Vasquez, but I don't really think that he's exceptional as a prospect pitcher. Tywin Walker against Atlanta. Won 6.2 innings, 300 runs, 10 hits, one walk and one strike. And I'm going to butter my bread with this. Very close to a VVV PQS. That is a, you add the V every single base runner after uh, nine yeah, not fun having a splitter at a 52% strike rate. Thus, it fell down to 22% usage, and Walker just chucked fastballs hoping it would work, and somehow he got out of it. I don't really want to trust Taiwan Walker. Louis Varland impressed me against the, the Jays. Six innings, three and runs, seven hits, zero walks, three Ks. Got the loss, but hey, could have gotten a win here. Got you a poor quality start. The velocity is 94.5 on the four-seam. We're not 95-96, but Varland had a 38% CSW on it. This is great. I really like Varland. I just hate the schedule. Houston's next, then the Rays, and then the Jays again. Not fun, but after that, I'm very much in. So, like, June 15th, I'm in on Louis Varland. Jared Schuster is also actually a really interesting one. You should circle this. He gets the athletics next, and his slider is looking great. 5.2 innings, two, 300 runs, 3 hits, 3 walks, 5 Ks against the Phillies. Yes, he had to Philly against the Phils. Honestly, if you went one more inning, that's a poor quality start with a one whip in 5Ks. Just not even one more inning, one more out. Really interesting for Jared Schuster as the slider is just so good. As I mentioned with the Reed Denver's, the slider is amazing, 43% CSW, but the heater's getting hit too hard and the number three pitch is laying him down. That's why it's 10 hits and two walks in five innings with three earned runs and 5Ks against the Marlins. I, I recognize, guys, he gets the Astros, Cubs, Rangers next. It is not fun to hold on to. It's a cherry bomb. This is the most out I've been on Detmers all year because this was the Marlins. I was thinking, you know what? You've been told strikeouts. Let's go see it again against the Marlins. Did not do it. Fine. I recognize it's painful because I know that there is another thing to unlock here. But yeah, you you really can't hold on to for that three-game stretch. It's going to be rough. Connor Seabold against the, the Mets, and cores, whatever. Who cares? 
Matthew Libertor, you can drop. He was against the Guardians here. Five innings, four and runs, five hits, two walks, two Ks. It is Pittsburgh and Cincinnati next. But that just, I can't trust it because the curveball wasn't here. And without that curveball, like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, Libertor, I think you just don't do. Um, James Caprillion against the Astros. Something interesting here. Uh, Four-seamer did have his 16% swing strike rate. And he does get Atlanta next. But then it's the Pirates in between and the, the Rays after that. So it's like... Maybe there's a stream in there. This was against Houston, so obviously we didn't do this. Uh, Jordan Lyles and Joey Wentz and Brandon Fott are, were clear like, yeah, don't start those guys. That's fine. But then we have some interesting ones with Justin Steele, Mitch Keller, and George Kirby and Grace Rodriguez. I'm going to talk about those guys in today and tomorrow's streamers after this break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Justin Steele went 3.2 innings, 5 earned runs, 10 hits, 0 walks, 4 Ks. It was kind of what I feared with him with only 6 whiffs and 19% CSW. As the slider isn't getting those whiffs and the 4-seamer command was worse because that's how it was last year. And it has been really good thus far, but he threw a lot down the middle of the plane and it wasn't great. And there you go, there are 10 hits from this. And now he gets the Rays and the Angels. So this is the fear. This was against the Reds, by the way, for Justin Steele. And now he gets tougher opponents. This... Feels like it might have been the Vargas role that is ending. I'm scared, guys. Mitch Keller against the Mariners. Six innings, six earned runs, seven hits, two walks, and eight Ks. I still think the command is actually pretty good. The forcing was hit harder than we've seen, and the breakers were jumped on as well. Yeah, it's not a Vargas rule. I think, honestly, he did fine and just didn't work out today against the Mariners. Uh, while George Kirby on the other side of it, both of these guys had blowups here, 13 runs between them, 4.2 innings for Kirby against the Pirates, uh, seven earned runs, nine hits, one walk, 4K, uh, his stuff got hit at the top of the zone, everything was there, he couldn't really land the breakers to keep batters honest, so they just kind of looked up and they were able to to uh, swat everything up there, what are you going to do, you move on, Grayson Rodriguez against the Rangers, 3.1 innings, eight earned runs, six hits, three walks, six Ks, he was throwing harder, but like Kirby, he just can't get anything down. And that, that includes a change of the slider, all that stuff. I know there was some talk about tipping pitches, all that. But if he doesn't get his stuff down, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Grace Rodriguez, just throw everything down next start. Don't even, not even the fastball up. Just like everything down. And then you can figure it out from there. Uh, otherwise, Patrick Corbin and Noah Syndergaard, I mean, yeah, don't do those. I know Patrick Corbin had those four games, but of two earned runs. Yeah, this was uh, six earned runs against Kansas City. Okay, we're back, <laughs> baby, I guess. Uh, looking forward to today's games and tomorrow's games. Otani, uh, Castillo, Valdez, Corbin Burns, Zach Wheeler, Logan Webb, Chris Bassett, Kling Kershaw, Pablo Lopez, and Justin Verlander. All, all auto starts look 
Scherzer just had 20 whiffs in cores. Come on, you can do it, Verlander. Um, Luis Severino, Charlie Morton, Josiah Gray, Andrew Heaney, and Tanner Bybee are all probable starts. Something really contentious there, in my view. Uh, yeah, I think you do it for everyone. I understand Heaney against Baltimore might be a little bit, but uh, the strikeout rate, I think, is just too high there. Questionable starts here. Jack Flaherty gets Cleveland. That might be probable, but we just don't know what we're going to get from him. Tyler Glasnow is still a little coming back against the Dodgers, but very excited for that one against Kershaw. Michael Lorenzen is our stream pick of the day, despite last week's bad outing. I think he can do well against the White Sox. Michael Walk is going today against the Yankees. That's a very interesting one. Edward Cabrera against the Angels. Is he going to limit the walks? He has last two starts, but the fastball strike rate was really low last time. We'll see. Brady Singer's a cherry bomb against the... Nationals, Garrett Whitlock is returning from the IL against the Diamondbacks. Maybe he does better than Glasgow. It might be kind of interesting. I would stash him on the IL and see how this goes. I did that in the Legacy League. Brandon Williamson gets the Cubs. I'm not really a fan of that, but maybe the cutter inside works. And doing Kramer against the Rangers, there's a chance that works out too. Do not start here. Vince Velasquez returning from the IL. It's a still little situation. I don't know how fa- slider focus is, if that's still really even good. It was a surprise that he was good at the beginning of the year. I think it's just too risky here against the Mariners. Jameson Tyon, hopefully he gets his groove against the Reds. Zach Davies also returning from the IL. Everyone's turning from the IL today. It's four guys. Uh, as he goes against the, the Red Sox, hopefully the changeup's there, but like it's Zach Davies. You know, chases Jesse Schultons against the Tigers. Maybe that works, but I don't really want to do it. And then Chase Anderson's and Coors and Hogan Harris. Um, has made his debut already in relief, and now he gets to start for the Athletics, so you don't want to do that against Houston. Looking forward to tomorrow's game. Spencer Strider, Christian Javier are at the top with Garrett Cole at three because he doesn't get the Athletics like Javier does, and Strider's just been that good. And Cole has stumbled a little bit lately, but yeah, Cole's still my SB1 for the year. Hugh Darvish is on the other side of that game against the Yankees. It doesn't really matter who he's facing. Darvish does what he does. Dylan Cease gets the Tigers against Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, against, of course, the White Sox. Both of those, I feel like, are auto starts here. You, you got to do Cease against the Tigers. And Eduardo Rodriguez, I know he just stumbled against the Pirates, but it's against the White Sox, who are better against lefties. I think Eduardo Rodriguez should have his cutter back. You still start that one. Now, Drew Smiley against the Reds. He's been on such a tear. You do that. Alex Cobb against the Brewers. That feels pretty easy. Same with Patrick Sandoval against the Marlins. I know it's been like a 17% strikeout rate, but Sandoval... You do this against the Marlins. Merrill Kelly against Boston. Sure, he's been such a good Toby. Jordan Montgomery's been a little disappointing. Guess the Guardians, that should be fine. Yuri Perez against the Angels. Actually, the toughest matchup here, but I really like Yuri Perez, and I feel that he should be started here. Uh, Marco Gonzalez is our stream pick of the day against the Pirates. He he has a good enough command to make this work. And Tanner Houck had a league command, the best I've seen from him maybe ever in his last start. He gets the Arizona Diamondbacks, which is a decent enough floor to take a chance there. In the questionable start, too, we don't know what we're going to get from Mackenzie Gore, even though he's against the Royals. Bailey Ober is against the Jays. I like Bailey Ober, but it's the Jays. Same thing with Taj Bradley against the Dodgers. Dean Dunning, I don't like, and he gets the Orioles, but that could work because it might be a Vargas rule. Jose Barrios has been doing really well. A sub-3 ERA in the last 50 innings, but he's the great undulator. Maybe he has figured it out with four seamers way out of the zone up and sinkers inside the zone. We'll see. And Colin Ray can make it work against the Giants. He just did against the Astros. Maybe he can do it against the worst team in the Giants. In the not start here. I just don't want to do Ronson Contreras. I feel like he's a cherry bomb and it's just not worth your time, but I could see an argument for him in the questionable start here against the Mariners. I think his fastball is just not good enough. Daniel Lynch is returning to make his season debut and I want to wait and see, but it maybe can work as a desperate Sunday play against the Nationals. Luis Medina is a decent quality start play, like decent. 
Not a great one against the Astros, but still has shown that he can go six innings. Kyle Bradish, same thing against the Rangers, but man, it's very, very cherry bomb-esque. Same with Graham Ashcraft with seven earned runs in three of his last four games, and now he gets the Cubs. Hunter Gaddis just had a birthday party that is a really good start out of nowhere. I don't expect to continue against the Cardinals. Gavin Stone gets the Rays. He's not showcased good enough stuff whatsoever. Dylan Covey against the Atlanta Braves. I don't think that he's going to replicate what he just did. And it's Gomber versus McGill inside of Coors. Absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. I'll be back, of course, tomorrow. The list is coming out on Tuesday, not Monday, because of Memorial Day weekend. So enjoy the weekend. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babs be low and your strikeouts high.